time it is. I'm feeling on the stack as a little lesson, so check out that my classes and sessions so line on me. Shady game, so shy, these style so crazy, niggas don't like me. Just because I speak the truth, but they don't really want me to really use. They rather see me garbage. You know what that means? I'm putting it strong in this shit. I'm moving like a grown ass man. Keep them down with a long ass hand to keep them back. Never let them get too close to me. Something for us, how it's supposed to be. Alright! Welcome back, everyone. New year. New five tool podcast. And we back. Bring it back, Kyle. Alright. That's meaty. Welcome back, everyone, to the five tool podcast. It's a new year. Black Josh, you good? I'm good. Killer Kyle, you good? Hey! <laughs> Fuck that. Alright. Seamus, you good? Seamus. Seamus. Hey. Hey. Seamus is stuck in 2019. He'll come around. He's a little slow. We sent him a rope, but he didn't grab on. So. All right. Football is back, people. Mm. How about that? Sure is. Football is back. We waited all year, and there's finally real football on. What? I lost a jewel. It was uh, <laughs> Don't lose a heart fam- attack in the making. Don't lose the family jewels there. No. Yes, football is back. We got one wild card game in the books here on Saturday. Texans Bills, quite a slobber knocker. We're gonna go right into picks just because we got football on the mind, and then we'll move on with the show. We'll do these real quick. So, Butcher and Kyle, we both picked the Texans. BJ and Seamus both went Bills. Bills kind of sh- probably should have won that game, but they screwed themselves too many times. Josh Ty- Allen screwed them. Yeah, and that 15 yard chop block or whatever was yeah. going on really screwed them, knocked them yeah. out of field goal range. Took a couple of hard sacks and. Yeah. The Bills just suck. Yeah, the Bills are just forever that team that if they make the playoffs, they bow out. If they make the Super Bowl, they lose four in a row. Yeah, they're like the Vikings. They're like the Vikings. Just a big Vikings, joke. Vikings are going to lose tomorrow. Titans-Pats is going on right now. Right now, uh, New England's up 3 nothing. Derrick Henry's doing his normal stuff. Not for long. Charging down the field. I'm the only one who picked the Titans. Tighten up! <laughs> Tighten up! But Kyle, BJ, and Seamus all went pats on that one. Well, we already knew Seamus was picking the Patriots. Yeah, he's riding. The money is on New England. Money's on New England by five, I believe. I mean, you really? gotta... Mm. S- smart money bets New England in this game. Real talk, real talk. Vikings at Saints. I'm the only one who went Vikings. Everyone else won Saints, correct? Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck the Vikings. Fuck Skull. I don't really think the Vikings are going to win. But I like to play devil's advocate. Seahawks, Eagles. I got the Seahawks. Killer Kyle, who you got? Oh, upset. Philly. Upset alert. He's got Philly will beat Seattle tomorrow. He's got Philly's. Fuck that shit. He's got Philly's third string beating Seattle. Yes. Yes. BJ, who you got? Seattle. And Seamus also, back in 2019, he picked Seattle. How about that? So now we can get on to our way. With the show. I just wanted to get picks out of the way since the games are already underway. We got Saturday football, which is a beautiful thing. We got it next week, and I believe the championship game, one of them's on Saturday as well. So and the XFL is right around the corner. 
Alright, now <laughs> that concludes our XFL coverage for the year. We'll have to have a topic about this. You, you promised me we would. We can. We can we can talk a little XFL. Are you uh, gonna watch the first week? No. No? No. I watched the first Are you? No. I watched, no? I watched the first week last time and I was very disappointed yeah, with myself. But it's not gonna be the same. That's what they say, yeah, now they have rules. Yeah, totally different game. It's gonna be the minor league. If if the NFL succeeds, it'll be like I mean if if they succeed it'll be like the minor league to the NFL, I assume, which is nice because then the college won't be a free minor league for I players. Disagree. I, I disagree. It's going to be a lot different. Um, it, 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 you can't compare it to minor league because these are these are players that are they can't on a make professional it the, level. They can't make it to the NFL. Um, they could. They, then why aren't they? They could. Because there's only <laughs> 53 men on each roster. So they're not good enough to be in the Look NFL. Look at how many great football players there are in this country. That's the way I'm reading it. There are only 53 spots on each team. And that's still, once all those teams are filled, there are still a ton of great talent that can't play on a team. So they go to the practice squad. The practice squad's only like eight guys per team, too. You know what I'm saying, though? There, if, are, mil- there if, are millions of people that play football. If they were good enough to be in the NFL, they would be in the NFL. True. Except for Colin Kaepernick. And now I don't even know anymore if he's good enough. He's not good enough. There's, I'm, he's not. I'm just saying, it, it's going to be more entertaining than you think. It might be. I like. I think minor league baseball is mildly entertaining. You should. I, I do because I love the game, but I don't love football enough to watch a bunch of has-beens or wannabes play football. A lot of these players have, are young guys who haven't had a shot yet because they weren't good enough to make it to the NFL. They weren't good enough to make a fifty-three-man roster yes! out of thirty-two teams in the NFL. In the NFL, yes, maybe that, so. That's all I'm saying. Derrick Henry is going to single-handedly win this game for Tennessee if they, in fact, win this game. Which they're not going to win, even we're, though I. We're going to talk XFL another day, because I don't want to. I don't want to corrupt the show with XFL. Yeah, because we just ended up having a talk for four yeah, minutes about the XFL, yeah. which is fine. Before we move on, I want to say congrats to Paul S for winning our Christmas contest as well as our last contest. Yeah, thanks, Paul. You really flooded the page, and we like that. We like that. We yeah. want all of you to flood our page, and we yeah. want all of you to win stuff. And we're having merch come out very soon this year, so keep your eyes peeled. Win these contests that we do. We're going to send you stuff. It's we're, all good. We're going to autograph it, too. We're going to autograph it? Is You're that Mariota? Yes, it is. What is he doing? Mariota's on the field and throwing bad passes like his whole career has been. Yeah. It was a completion, at it least. It was a screen pass. I can make a screen pass. An XFL quarterback can make a screen pass. Oh, my <laughs> good God. <laughs> we're going fu- to end up fighting over this. <laughs> all right, so topic that we're starting off with. is Happy New Year for everybody. Did everyone have a good New Year's? No. No? Yeah, I slept. Yeah. You slept? Yeah. Good man, good man. Because I don't give a shit about New Year's. What'd you do, Kyle? I did. I was uh, eating blueberry waffles all night with my kid. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I hung out with my girlfriend. She was bartending. I hung out with her. I, I stole a bunch of noisemakers from a different bar, brought them to this bar where she works, and we all had a good, happy, merry time. I should have gave you one of my confetti poppers. Really? Yeah, you should have. I got one of them big-ass tube ones. Like, Seamus is a confetti popper. <laughs> <laughs> That's dirty. I can say it because he's not here. To I'm not even himself. sure what that means, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like it. I don't know. I like it. Just wanted to say it. So, in in the spirit of the new year, I'd like to talk about what we're most looking forward to this year. And I got a couple things and a couple points that I'd like to to talk about, which I kind of touched on at, at the end of the last show, but we didn't really have a lot of time. And mine, I like to. Fo- I'm going to focus on the Brewers baseball here. So, number one, 
The main thing I'm looking forward to in this new year, other than these wonderful new uniforms that the, the Brewers got, and a new, new baseball season altogether, which is like Christmas to me, is Christian Yelich is going to be back for hopefully a full season. All signs point to he's just going to keep progressing like he has since he's been a Brewer and even when he was a Marlin. He's gotten better every single year. And with that, I'm going to list off a couple of things to, to illustrate the fact that, yes, Christian Yelich is, in fact, on the, on the incline in his career. So in seven, in seven seasons, he's on a Hall of Fame pace. His OPS has gone up every year since 2014. So ever yeah. since before he's been a Brewer, his OPS has continued to climb. He's batting 301 for his career. That's Hall of Fame level right there. That's Hall of Fame worthy. He could hit 50 dingers this year, and he makes his team and, his, and he makes his team and his everyone around him better just from from being out there. What do you guys think? Christian Yelich's gonna have another monster season, folks. Yeah, MVP. Oh, three time, three time. I don't know about MVP, but he'll be MVP. He'll he'll have a good year. He'll be MVP. He'll do what Christian Yelich does. He got fucking robbed last year. He, he did. Yeah, because he got hurt. Yeah, he absolutely did. He should have been MVP last year. Yeah, he had but better. He's not. Yeah. So, you know, Cody Bellinger did have an MVP type year. You know, um, when he crunched the numbers, Yelich was a better player. And he was. He I would have gone Rendon. What screwed Yelich over is he yeah. got hurt. Exactly. Point blank. Exactly. If he stays healthy, he wins. I do believe that. He still had better stats than Bellinger. Even with missing that. In a lot of ways, he did. I mean, Ballinger had the home runs and RBIs, but like you said, Killer Kyle, because of... He got hurt. The, the getting hurt, he, yeah. he fell short of that 100 RBI mark. He fell short of 50 dingers. I think he finished with 44, which is still just absolutely incredible. And now with Rendon going to the American League, I think his chances grow a little bit, but then you still got Acuna. Arenado may still be in, in the National League. We're not, we're not sure whether or not he's going somewhere or not, but I think there's a good chance that Christian Yelich... Could continue, and you know, I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he could be in the MVP hunt once again. And my second thing that I want to touch on, and what I'm looking forward to to in the new year, and I've been beating this like a dead freaking horse for the past three shows, but I want to really one once more talk about this Brewers pitching staff before spring training. I think that our starting pitching has improved by a pretty large margin. And here's some numbers that I think can help back me up. I don't, but... Well, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. that. I just want to throw these numbers out at you and we can debate it. Freddie Peralta in winter ball. Winter ball's done on the, in the Dominican League. I know Black Josh doesn't want to hear this crap. Boring. But in 20 innings pitched, he's only given up six hits. Only given up three runs. He's at a 1.35 ERA. And 34 strikeouts in 20 innings pitch. He's developed the curveball, and it seems to be working. And I know you say, oh, Dominican ball, you know, not not great talent level, but some of the That's best... That's XFL level. But some of the best players in the major leagues have come from the Dominican leagues. That's how the XFL's going to be. No one's going to come to the NFL after yes, the XFL. Yes, they are. They're, they're going to be done after the first season, just like last time. Oh, God. And just like, what was that, the USFL? What, what was this last one? Uh, AAF. The AAF. The totally AAF. Not the same. AAF. Again, we'll talk about this another. AAF was ran shitty. It was just... It, it From the beginning, it was not ran properly. It was destined to fail before... It, they lasted longer than, I think, a lot of people thought it would. It made it like eight games, I think. And the yeah, XFL, they didn't even get through a season. The XFL only made it through a season, and they were lucky at that, and they were in debt by the time the season was over. 
This is the XFL. How are we talking about the XFL again when I'm trying to talk about Freddy Prowler? It was countering your point. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm, I'm calling you out, man. You're right, you're right. So on a second note, so Freddie Peralta, I think he's going to have a vast improvement. He may be out of the bullpen, but if he's playing, if he's pitching well enough, he'll end up on that starting rotation. Number two, the acquisition of Brett Anderson last year, a 13 and nine record, 3.89 ERA with 90 strikeouts. That's another plus. He's better than Chase Anderson, I think. Yeah, I think that's I fair to not say. Saying a whole lot, but he's a better. Chase Anderson had a good year last year, but I think overall Brett had a better one. Titans touchdown. Tighten up. Tighten up. Adrian Hauser, let's. I, I forgot to mention him the last two shows. How what an improvement he was last year, even oh, starting. Oh my God, Adrian Hauser, <laughs> three seventy two ERA, hundred seventeen strikeouts last year. Yeah, he was he was good, and especially towards the second half of the year. Yeah, so I mean he could be a big piece in the rotation. Woody, of course. His career ERA is a three eighty seven. Last year he was in like the three thirty range. Let's hope he stays healthy. Two hundred twenty. Yes, let's hope he stays healthy. But if he does. He, you know he's a good number one. We know that. Eric Lauer. The kid's only 24 years old, so his numbers aren't haven't been too great. He's only pitched one season, a 440 career ERA, in 261 innings pitched. But in those 261 innings pitched that Eric Lauer has had, he's had 238 Ks. So I think Eric Lauer is going to be a great number four, number five for us, if not better. Suter. His career, 17 and 11, a 363 career ERA. 17 and 11. In his career. That's That's... Wins and losses don't matter in baseball. I don't even know why I'm pulling out those numbers. But the 363 ERA, that's that's a good... So- All these pitchers I've just listed, they're in the threes for ERA. Our our team ERA was in the high threes last year. If you if you can lower that, we I think our pitching staff's overall better. I think the starters are going to surprise us. And I didn't even mention what Josh Limblom could possibly do this year after being the KBO MVP. All right, now you guys can shit on me. What do you think? Brewers starting pitching an improvement? Or a digression. Go ahead, Josh. I think it's an improvement, but like I like I said, Freddie Peralta is a big question mark because I don't give a fuck what he does in the minor leagues. Fucking Dominican, I don't give a fuck where he's pitching, what he's pitching, because he's not proven that he can do that shit in the majors, and that's where it fucking matters. He's he's had games though. Remember his first? Yeah, career, he's had a couple games. His first career start, fifteen Ks. Yeah, and then what did he do to the next game? Gave up 15 home runs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's had... he's had the, <laughs> Rob fired up. He's had those the flashes fuck? of greatness throughout his career. And then he did pretty goddamn well out of the bullpen last year. He did better out of the bullpen, but he still wasn't, in, in my eyes, a good pitcher. I'd take him over Suter. No fucking way. I really would. I think nope. he's, got, he's got so much upside. Suter's 30. Freddie Peralta's like 24, 25. Yeah, well, when you suck already, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I agree. His numbers last year were not were not great at starting, but once he got into the bullpen, yeah, he, he pretty much turned it on for us. Yeah, but you're saying he's going to be a starting pitcher, so his bullpen numbers don't mean shit. I don't think he's going to start at the beginning of the year, but I think if he does well enough, he will be if starting. If they don't have anybody else, they're going to start him. Well, we got we got like eight guys that could potentially start. And I've listed off most of them. Kayla Kyle, what do you think, starting pitching? Um. Well, let me go back. You Let me back to... Back that ass up a minute. So mm. you were talking about what we our expectations for twenty twenty. I'm I'm saying my ex, well yeah. First off, I mean overall the over, overall encompassing question was was Yelich and and the pitching staff. But I'd like what to just we're looking on, forward to in twenty. What we're looking forward to. But yeah, on a secondary note, I wanted you guys to comment on on our starting pitching, whether or not you think it's an improvement or a regression. I'll touch on the pitching, and then I want to talk about what I'm looking forward to. Perfect. Um, 
the starting pitching, I I I don't feel like was addressed enough this offseason. I, I we unloaded so many players in the infield, our starting catcher, pitching. Uh, the the pitchers we got rid of needed to go. Zach Davies maybe, but um, we're taking. Um, risks. We're like buying these guys from Big Lots and yeah. Goodwill, you know. So you you never know until we see them on on the field and and what they can do. I I'm not Freddie Peralta. I'm not sold on. He way too inconsistent the last couple of years. So I, I I don't know what version of Freddie we're gonna get. And Josh Limbaum could be good. But we don't know. No idea. Freddie Anderson, I don't know. I don't even know the guy. Um, he pitched in the AL, right? We he got was a, him from Oakland. Oakland yep. Yeah. Don't don't even know. He could be a Matt Garza. He could be a Jeff Supon. You know. Please no. <laughs> I hope not. We these. It'll be interesting to see who they roll out to start the year with the starting rotation. It would also be nice to see if they still make a move. Because it is possible we still have a solid month of off-season before spring training that they could pick up somebody. Um, but no, I don't, I don't, I don't feel any way towards them, and I'm, I, I am looking forward to seeing them pitch, but I don't feel like we have guys that we can like confidently say, yeah, we got a great starting five. With that said, what I'm looking forward to in 2020, and this is the first time in my entire existence, in your entire existence, in your entire existence, that I can say this actually with some confidence. The first year ever in my life that I feel like all three of our major sports teams could win a championship title in the same year. I think we're seeing it with Green Bay. I think Green, and this technically falls in the year 2020. Green Bay, I do believe, is going to make it to the Super Bowl. Will they win? I don't know. But I, I do believe they will win these next two games. The Bucks, good God, 31-5. and five. They, if they, It would be a, a disappointing season if they don't make it to the finals. Those two teams, I feel like it is so right there. It's just right fucking there. We can get it. Then you have the Brewers. You never know. Two years ago, they were a half a game away from win making it to the World Series. Last year, they were a blunder away from going deep into the postseason. If you say they've made these adjustments at the starting pitching, and you believe in it, we have the offense. The Brewers could make a run. There's a lot of good teams in the NL, even in our division, but they could. You know, so it's, it's exciting to see championship-caliber sports in all three areas in our fine state of Wisconsin. It makes my dick hard. That's a that's a very good point, yeah. That all three teams seem to be coming together at the right time and <clears throat> Yeah, I agree. I'm much more confident in the Bucks and the Packers and making a run than I am with the Brewers this year. I, I'm I'm not confident in the rotation we have, no. But I I'm excited to see it. Because of what David Stearns has done. He's made the I am too, yeah. He's made the big name moves, of course, with the Moustakas, the Grandals, the Yelich, the Canes. But also, the way he's pieced together the bullpen. You know, the way he's done that with these 
B-level talents that no one's really ever heard of. He managed to make our bullpen very successful the last two years with these guys that nobody really knows. So I think he maybe he sees something that these other owners don't see. Why they want to save money, I don't understand. Like, right now our payroll is looking to be $80 million from last year. Oh, which so little. Which doesn't make sense to me why we'd want to save money when we have this window now. But, like I said, I'm confident in what Stearns has done with these these kind of no-name guys. And, like, the Eric Thames deal, you know what I mean? Like, who's that? And all of a sudden he comes up and he's a crushing. But since we have a guy like Yelich, the, the, the absolute stud, the franchise player... Yeah, we have. When was the last time we had a Yelich type player on the Brewers? It would be Ryan. Robin Young. You think Braun? Yeah, Braun is. He had an MVP. Yeah, Braun is. Outside of Ryan Braun, it's it's Robin Young. And Paul Molitor, yeah. Paul Molitor. We had the whole '90s without anyone for real. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. So when you have a guy like Yelich, what don't you want to build, like, complement a team around him? Yeah. Like, don't you want to take the chance because? He's one of the best players in the game. Yeah, like why we didn't sign Sterling Castro when we were after him just recently. Yeah. Like that would have been a horrible. It would have been an upgrade. It would have been an upgrade for third base. We got for we're putting sure. Eric Sogard at third base. Yeah, he was good. He's good at hitting, but do we really want him manning the hot corner? I don't I, know. I don't I don't like the idea of Eric Sogard in a starting lineup. It confuses me too. Yeah. I'm with you. Like I don't understand why we want to save money right now. It doesn't make sense. And like same with like the Cleveland Indians. Why don't they seem to care? It's, Only thing I can think of is they're saving money for a max deal for Yelich, but Maybe. If you're not going to put a team around him, why do you even want him? Yeah, why do you want to keep him? He's just going to make him upset and not want to right. stay here. Like Trout. Well, they're building around Trout finally. Yeah, now. But still, they're... But even... how long has he been with the Angels and done gone nowhere Maybe because they had no help? Yeah, it's really sad. That is sad. That's sad. That's sad. one of those saddest things in baseball history. Yeah, we got maybe a good 10 years maybe with Trout left to play baseball. I mean, he'll finish off his contract probably in, in L.A. and... If he doesn't make the fucking World Series and, and win one, it's going to be a goddamn shame. It's going to be one of the biggest travesties in sports history. He's like Dan Marino. Yeah. So much like Dan Marino. Just an incredible talent and I, and just can't get there. Yeah. So I'm, it's a team game. It's a, it's a very much a team sport because you can do all the hitting you want, but if you're pitching and you're, everybody else, your one through eight isn't doing anything. You can't fuck. win games with just one player. You need nine in the starting lineup and you need a pitcher on the mound. Yeah. But well, this is what I've. This is kind of what I've always fallen back on in terms of the Brewers and Stearns. We trust. He's given us back-to-back playoff appearances. I have no reason not to trust him until he gives me a reason not to. And if he's saving money, and yeah, maybe he is saving up for the max for Yelich. But I understand. I completely understand your point, Killa. It just it's, doesn't make sense. It's not adding up with the Reds it's making not. all these moves. Yeah, why the fuck aren't we signing players? With the White Sox making all we, these moves? We're not even getting a Jeff Supine off the market. We haven't gotten a single player off the market, really. Like not a, a name. Big, not a not name. Not a name. We haven't gotten any We have names. gotten players, but like Justin Smoke? I mean, that's that's kind of a name, but not really. But I'm not like jacked up thinking the Brewers are going to win the fucking pennant with because Justin Smoke. Smoke. I know, I wanted to Josh trade. Josh Limbaugh. I wanted to trade for Arenado. <laughs> I really did. Have Arenado we even gotten a reliever in the offseason? Um, there's a lot of a yardly guy might be a reliever. There's a <laughs> lot of issues in that pitching air, in the pitching all around. Yeah, we retain, but we retained some guys too. I mean, we retained Garrett, who was our innings eater last year, and I, the bullpen. I mean, we still got Hater. 
You got Canadian coming back. What do you think Jeremy back? Jeffers is doing right now? Uh, selling stuff out of his food truck and is probably he? selling rims off of it, too. Well, and he's a DJ. Oh, is he a DJ? Yeah. We should go clubbing. DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> yeah, no shit, DJ. <laughs> DJ Jazzy JJ. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a part-time DJ. Yeah, he's he's not trying to play baseball anymore? I don't know. I don't know. After, after like, 2018 being a big name reliever, it's kind Did of... Did he really sucks. play last year? Yeah, bad. Really yeah, bad. Terrible. That's what I'm saying. Did he really play last no, year? No, no, he didn't. We love you, Jeremy. Come on the show. Yeah, we need a DJ. We need uh, we need people to uh, go on the Facebook Five Tool Podcast page. Yes. Keep. I'm gonna keep plugging that. Plug it. Plug we'll it hard on the show. Yes. And we want you to talk to us. Talking to you, Dan Duquette. Danny. Danny Dimes. Come on the show, Danny Dimes. <laughs> I don't know who you are. Danny Duquette, Patriots okay. knocking at the door, coming down with 30 seconds left in the first quarter, first and goal. Brady back to Brady throw. back pass. Looking, looking all the time in He's the pocket. He's got all day. He's Throws it throw. to James White. James White. Oh, Correction, Sony, Sony Michelle. Michelle. It's going to be second and goal at the four-yard line. Inside the five. They're going to score. They're going to score. Sony PlayStation Michelle. Ooh, Brady, Brady took a hit. hit. Where's the flag? Where's Giselle? Mohamed Sanu. Let's let's quickly talk about this. The Patriots traded a second round pick for Mohamed Sanu. It, it'll go down. It's one of the worst midseason trades in our lifetime. Second round pick. You know how valuable picks are in the Seriously. NFL. Seriously, well, that's how the Patriots right. maintain success. They make these kind of trades and get away with them. Uh, they traded a very high pick for a, a mid thirties Mohamed Sanu who has con- contributed nothing to that offense. Which is amazing because you'd think he would have. You would think. Yeah, and you would definitely think you would. He was a baller. Yeah. You, for a long time. Yeah, because any time uh, Julio was fucking co- double covered, they, Sanu was, was, Sanu was there. Julio was right-hand man. Yeah, like, really. Whenever Julio was double-teamed, Mohamed Sanu would catch the ball. Mm-hmm. He's guaranteed catch. Yeah, now he's on this this team of knocking at the door, unless he's... Yeah, I don't know. He's got a team that's winning, and they can't do shit with him. Tighten up! Tighten up! Next! We got to talk about Ioana Cespedes. I just want to talk about this real quick. Yeah, Rob's been teasing <laughs> us all day about this. Because it's an amazing story. So, give you a little background on Ioana Cespedes if you guys don't really know. He's, he's one of the great right fielders, or was one of the great right fielders in baseball. Has probably the best arm from right field I've ever yeah, seen he's, in, he's good. in my lifetime. Maybe not the best ever, but he's fucking amazing in right field. And he, he was a pretty goddamn good hitter. Made it to the World Series with the Mets. Obviously, they, they lost to the Royals and stuff. But great player. So he, he had a surgery back in 2018. Sat half of the 2018 season. But then, come just before spring training, I believe it was, he got injured again. So I'll, I'll just give you some background. He, he sat out the entire 2019 season due to multiple right ankle fractures that happened at his ranch in Florida. Okay? What kind of ranch? Dude Ranch. Uh-huh. I don't know. What kind of ranch. <laughs> Dude Ranch. Alright. So, um, sorry, he was already sitting since July 20th of 2018 due to a surgery to remove calcifications and bone spurs in both of his heels. Sounds like it hurts. So he had those surgeries and then he ended up in, in both of his heels and then in t- this 2019 off season, he, he broke his ankle. He had multiple right ankle fractures. Why? Why did he break his ankles? He had a run-in with a wild boar. Oh. <laughs> he had a run-in. This is the funniest shit ever. With a wild boar. 
So, according to the New York Post, the boar was removed from a trap at his ranch in Florida, and it, quote, either charged towards Cespedes or startled him, causing him to step into a hole and fracture his ankle. My gosh. So, so he had to sit out the entire 2019 season as well as more than half of the 2018 season. All because of the boar. Well, the, this entire 2019 season, yes, because of the boar. My God. So, because he had sat out half of the 18th season, then sat out all of last year, he was slated to make $29.5 million for the 2020 season. That's what he was supposed to make this upcoming season. Now, after all this shit, he's only guaranteed $6 million. Out of that $29 million. Shame. But he could make 11 if he somehow makes the opening day roster. So this is one of the best right fielders in baseball. And stupid fucking injury. A real boring injury. <laughs> <laughs> causes him to lose $23 million of his contract money. Absolutely ridiculous. Pay- yeah. Well, I, I did not hear it. I've never heard that story until now. And that's fucked up. So yeah, I think they were. I that's think they really were fucked up. I think they were trying to hide it because the, the, the whole season, no one would say what happened at his ranch that caused him to, to have this. I did not. Pic- I cannot picture him on a dude ranch. Like apparently, he owns the ranch. Unbelievable. So yeah, uh, so one of the better right fielders in baseball got startled by a wild boar, stepped in a hole, and just a stupid accident screwed up twenty three million dollars of his money. So I just wanted to talk about that quick. No, that's a that's a really <laughs> fucked up story. So what I'm saying is, I think the Brewers signed him. You think so? No, I, I yeah, he's an outfielder. <laughs> we don't need another outfielder. Don't, yeah, unless you can, if, unless he can play a base. He probably can't run too well anymore. So yeah, maybe yeah. you throw him at first base and he can hit. It's clear that the Brewers are shying away from putting Ryan Braun at a base. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you know, I he mean it's be. pretty clear, right? Like he shouldn't be on a signing base. smoke and Sogard and pretty much just missing any of those rumors. Yeah, so it's they'll probably still end up throwing him over there for. He's a gonna have to get over there at some point just to What's get his bat in the What's that thing I Braun was greater than Ruth? Yeah, Ruth. there's a guy. Somebody okay, actually thought there's a guy on that page who he must be a Cardinals or a Cubs fan because all he does is shit on Ryan Braun and sarcastic comments like you that. need to come on our podcast. You need to come on the show. Oh my god, we need this guy because we, yeah, we we love shitting on Braun too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so so That's he goes funny. on. So he goes on there and makes all these posts like, "Oh, Ryan Braun's a for sure Hall of Famer," and then he just loves to see the comments of people being like, "No, Ryan Braun did steroids. He's a liar. He's a cheater." Uh, and I think he just likes to troll in that way. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining to see it. I think it's that NL Central trash talk or discussion. Yeah, and I love those groups. They're I'm, great groups. I'll sometimes throw some. some I'll throw a curveball in there and I'll just startle everybody. Pun intended. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely pun intended. So. With, I just wanted to get that story out of the way, but now, on to football. Football's back. Julian Edelman scored a touchdown. Yep, Julian Edelman. 10-7. A little screen pass. Let's see how uh, Ryan Tannehill answers back, because uh, this is what's going to... This is what's going to... People are going to really start trusting and believing Ryan Tannehill if he can answer these types of scenarios. When Brady throws a touchdown, can Tannehill answer back with his own... Tannehill can keep in this game and beat the Patriots tonight, he will garnish a lot of respect, and I guarantee you it will get him a multi-year contract with the Titans. I, I saw a report today that the Titans want to work with Tannehill. They're, they they're either throwing the franchise tag at him or getting him a deal. And 
Yeah, he'll get more money in that deal if he beats Tom Brady for sure. in New England. For sure. That's that's the Titans Super Bowl if they win this game. Um, yeah, in, <laughs> in a way, yeah. yeah. It's a big game for them, yeah. Um, I haven't watched any Titans football this year. Has what they, is up with Derek? Sorry, what is up with Derrick Henry's hair? Do you see the way he ties it in it, the back? It gives him power. It looks. He looks like a like he's wearing a raccoon tail. On, it's weird. Are you sure that was a tie back or was it a dread? I think it's a dread. It's, it's it looks a like dread, a giant but dread. it's tied. It's a tied dread. It's a very thick, tied dread. I mean, you could cut that off and give that, make a penis out of it. But if you did, I think he'd lose all his power. Might. So, question. I haven't watched any Titans football. Tighten up this year. Tighten up! So, say it, Josh. Tighten no. up. I want to hear Josh say it. <laughs> no. We'll get him to say it. Um, so, has he, is his passer rating so great just because he's doing screen passes, or is he actually throwing downfield ever? Couldn't tell you. I Because I don't think I've seen any Titan games this year either. Yeah. Um, I think the big difference... I don't even know why they televise them. Tannehill <laughs> with the Dolphins, I... I People are saying he didn't have talent in Miami, but he had Devontae Parker. You know, he had a solid number one receiver. Devontae Parker is a beast. I think they just don't want to play football in Miami. They, but they... <laughs> they, uh, they did just beat the Patriots. That was all part of the Patriots' plan. Yeah, right. I, enough, Rob. They did it. Enough. The reason the Patriots threw that game is because they don't want Josh McDaniels running around doing fucking interviews in the wildcard week like he's been doing every year. That was pure Fitz magic. Fitz, I love Fitz magic. Yeah. Okay. One of the strangest careers in football, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Harvard graduate too. Yeah, he's played on like every ten different team. teams. Every team. Um, he shows flashes of being like an elite quarterback, and then not. Yeah, he's not the real deal. But. I loved him when he was with Buffalo. I was a big He was one of, of the best backups in the 2010 decade. Yeah. One of the it. best. Him. We'll have to Matt make this topic. Backup quarterbacks in the 2010s. Yeah, everyone tune in for our backup quarterback show. <laughs> I, hey, that is a <laughs> fucking interesting topic. Best, Am I right? Best backup yeah, Jazz, I mean, we need We need a gold package. <laughs> Josh's facial expressions are gold. Best backup of all time, Doug Peterson. No. Because he never had to play, and he's got more rings than Favre. No. Uh, <laughs> does he really? Yeah, he won one as a coach, and he won one as a backup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, he did win one with us. Yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl 31. <laughs> oh, about I really, though, has, does, Tannehill has the best passer rating in football this year, but is he really throwing downfield, or is he just throwing... Up. Or is he just throwing... The guys that are right next to him. Probably guys that are right next to him, because that's about, probably the only way he can do it. Or is he throwing screen passes to Derrick Henry, who's going off for 57 yards, because he's the GOAT? I think any quarterback that has a good running back on their team is automatically better. Yeah. Um, we're noticing that this year with Aaron Jones, um, even though Aaron Rodgers sucks yeah, right now. Kyle hates Aaron Rodgers. I currently, at this moment, do. Yeah, I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Listen, I don't like that we we paid him the entire state of Wisconsin to stay here, and he cashed in and just is not 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 playing up to that paycheck yeah, at we, all. We paid him for what he's done for us, not for what he's going to do. No, we already did that in the last contract. Contract before when we were giving him twenty two million. What do you do? Let him walk? 
No. He's got to get the top contract. With, I mean, he, you had to give him the top contract at the time. It's just frustrating. Yeah. It's really frustrating. I, I've never been this frustrated watching Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, 13 like, and 3. I'm so pissed. Yeah, seriously. 13 and 3. How the hell did that happen? Aaron Jones! Exactly. Darius Smith! So, Aaron Jones, 19 touchdowns this year. And look at Aaron Rodgers. He only he had what three interceptions on the whole year? Yeah, it's his career best for lowest interceptions in a year. For that, it was six in twenty eleven. Any team? I don't think that's true. We can you can go on about here. Look it up. I guarantee you, it is. This is his third season in his I'll career. Drink semen if it's wrong. It's his third season in his career with five hundred plus attempts and five or fewer interceptions. I think last year he had four. Okay, but I don't think he's ever had under three in a year. No, no. Right, that's what I was saying. Any, to my point, any quarterback on a team that has a good running back, and I mean good running back, is automatically going to make that quarterback better because it creates confusion for the defense. Yeah. They don't know, and this is just, this is, this is football 101. If you have a running game and a passing game, you will always keep a defense on the toes because you don't know which direction they're going to go. You don't know if they're going to play. And then it makes their play action better. Like, it makes those screen passes better. It makes all everything better. You're noticing it with Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't really have a solid running back this year. Sony Michelle has degressed instead of progressed this year. James White is a it's more of a, a catching back. He's not a real good downhill running back. And Tom Brady hasn't had a good year. Well, the NFL... And I think that's with Tannehill. Derrick Henry has been a beast, and it creates confusion, and, and he makes Tannehill better. I understand that, but yeah, and it's because of... I mean, you don't... It's a passing league, so I mean, the running backs are doing more screen pass stuff than, than running half the time. I mean, it feels that... Is it a passing league this year? It Maybe feels not like so it's much more this of a year. running game. It does, I mean, and especially the Packers are now more of a running team. Look at Sonny Michelle, he's terrible. <laughs> that was, you can't blame that on him, that was a bad play call. It was, but he... he look at his stats this year. Let me pull up... Uh, you keep talking about these teams that are in the fucking playoffs and winning a shitload of games like they're bad. Well, the, the Packers Patriots and the Patriots. Did play, well, they have not been... They, listen, I have the Packers winning the Super Bowl this year, so I'm not hating on the Packers. Just Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I'm frustrated. An yeah. ugly win's a win. I understand, but he has... He has made me want to pull the last five of my hairs off of my head. That's Wisconsin sports. That's why we all have heart attacks. It's not all the fucking cheese we eat. It's because we have to watch the Badgers... God, we have to watch Here, the we Packers. We are spoiled. We are so fucking spoiled in Wisconsin. We have had 30 years of phenomenal quarterback play. Hall of Fame quarterback play. Yeah. And then we have Rodgers, who doesn't have the greatest year, and I'm sitting here wanting to strangle him. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I get it. I get it. It's fucked up, but there's, it just frustrates me. There's 30 teams in the NFL that would kill that Aaron Rodgers. Well, maybe 28. They'd kill Rodgers. What team wouldn't? I'm saying Baltimore, New England. Hey, check this out. Sony Michelle in 2019, 16 games. He played in all 16 games. 247 rushing attempts for 912 yards. 912 is pretty good. It's almost a thousand. Yeah. He averaged 3.7 yards. That's not great. 
No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. The nine or twelve yards would be good. But he had two hundred forty-seven. Patriots don't care about stats. They care about rings. That's the only stat that matters. I understand. Rings per making, carry. I'm just making a point about him. <laughs> he has six rings per all. Michelle has none. Oh one. no, one. One ring per one. carry. That's more than Aaron Jones has. Just bone and bag it. That's more than Derrick Henry has. So, Josh, your question was, what teams wouldn't want to have Aaron Rodgers? Let's go through it. The Patriots is one. They maybe want him after Brady, or maybe maybe Billichek wants him now. But I wouldn't count. I'd count the Patriots, the Ravens, um, the Chiefs. What other team would it want? Oh, the Seahawks. Wow. Can you believe Aaron Rodgers threw for 4,000 yards this year? That's amazing. See? See? He threw for 4,002 yards. What a terrible season by Aaron Rodgers. Three picks and 4,000 yards. 26 touchdown <laughs> passes, four interceptions. Four. He only, threw, he only threw 26 touchdowns. Yeah, because he didn't need to. Aaron Rodgers had Jones at 19. I, I, I will admit, 26 and four is sexy. Even though it's not 30. Remember when Brady sat out four games? He he had like 27 for zero interceptions or whatever. It's just frustrating. It's frustrating 4,000 yards. I want 5,000. I think Rodgers only has one 5,000 career pass. He should have had a 30 touchdown. Devontae Adams did not have the stats that he deserves because of Aaron Rodgers. And Devontae sat games. He was hurt. He missed four games. And then he came back slow. Aaron Rodgers had less touchdown passes than Jameis Winston had picks. He's been battling turf toe. Aaron Rodgers had less touchdown passes than Jameis Winston had picks. Let's just think, let that sink in for a minute. Yeah, but Jameis Winston threw more touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers. He's the GOAT. Wait till he gets... To quote Jameis Winston, I'll be balling. He be balling. Fuck I'll yeah, be he balling. be balling. I'm, all, I'm on the Winston train. Sign him. God, I hate his attitude. Sign I him for 10 him. years. Love him as a quarterback, but he is just such a pompous fuck. I like cockiness. Oh, man. Adams was three yards shy of a thousand yard season this year. Well, he should have not gotten hurt. He, he still had, even getting hurt, he had 83 receptions for 997 yards, five yeah, touchdowns. If he would have missed those touchdowns. four games, he would have been a 1,200 yard. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I agree. Yeah, and he would have had over 100 catches, too. Yeah. Turf toe, that'll get you. He's worth the money. He, man, and I don't know if you remember in the beginning of his career, he did not look like he was going to be a star receiver. I agree. Dropping a lot of passes. He was frustrating. Aaron Rodgers makes you better. Yeah, well, except Jeff Janis. <laughs> well, can't, 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 they can't all be fucking winners. We don't draft that. Janis! We don't, I'm just saying that. We don't draft that well. I mean, not, I mean, not, we lately our defense, yeah, with the with the way that they built the defense in the last couple of years. But before that, we haven't really been a great drafting team. But when you're drafted 29th, 30th, 25th every fucking year, I mean, you're going to have a hard yeah. time drafting well. Yep. Playoff time, baby. Playoffs? I got a couple stats regarding the Packers. Because I, I'm with you, Killer Kyle. I hate agreeing with you because you suck and you hate Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and that's bullshit. And I think, I think... Black Josh, I think you're with us. Packers going to make a run. Here's a couple of things about this season that really kind of shine a light on how great the Packers have been. Matt LaFleur joins Jim Caldwell and Steve Mariucci as the only first-year coach to win 13 games and go undefeated in their division. Ever. LaFleur, we love you, man. Wow, he's in company with Jim Caldwell and Steve, Steve Mariucci. Mariucci. But you got to remember, Jim Caldwell won a Super Bowl when he was coaching with the Colts. And Steve Mariucci was with the Niners with Jerry Rice, Steve Young. Wait, when did Jim Caldwell win a Super Bowl? Uh, oh, no, that was the year they lost. That was the yeah, year they lost. They the won, Saints. They won 14 games in 2009. 
but then they lost to the Saints in one of the best Super Bowls ever played. What? That was a great game. Not the best ever. I didn't say it was the best. I said it was one of the best. The best was the Patriots and Falcons. Oh, Jesus Christ, Rob. 28-3 in the third quarter. That was not a great game. That was an amazing game. That was a shit. That was a football dream. Hey, I'll give you this one. The Packers-Steelers Super Bowl is was phenomenal. That was Robert Kraft even pulling 10. a fucking Jerry Jones. That's what that was. That, that was a... <laughs> that was a... Shut up. <laughs> that was a very... Kyle, that was a very Homer kind of comment. That wasn't that great. Of a I am a Homer, but it was a good game. It was a good game. Steelers had a chance. It was a one-score game. Clay Matthews knocking the ball out of Richard Mendenhall. Like, yeah. That was the game changer. Second best Super Bowl. You're right. That was a very homey thing to say. I, I apologize. Steelers. I don't get out much. Steelers Cardinals. One of the best yes, fucking Super Bowls. that is. Yes. Was that 43? That game was amazing. It was in 2008. I think so. James Harrison had the 100-yard pick or whatever. That was the year before the Saints-Colts, I yes. believe. Yes. And then the next year, the Packers won. Yeah. That. That. Those are my top was, two. That Santonio Holmes catch was yes. phenomenal. Yes. I got to watch a Super Bowl in jail. That was fun. Me too. Couple yeah. of them. No, I watched <laughs> just the, one for me. I watched the four, the fifteen and one Packers season from jail. Most of it. I don't remember. What was the Super Bowl? I watched Super Bowl fifty in prison. Oh, that was a shitty game. Anyways. It was. That was the worst. Peyton Manning did not deserve Let's to see. win a ring that year. No, he didn't. He didn't. That was such a sham. He didn't even play most of the year. No, he's terrible. Ugh. That was one of the worst. Another one. Why are all Peyton Manning Super Bowls like terrible? Like the one in New York against Seattle. Yeah. Seattle just crushed him. Yeah, he had the safety in the, the first opening, half. Yeah, the opening drive. He yeah. Botched the snap and it was a safety. Yeah. I think I watched. Shit the, game. I think I watched the Colts Bears. Oh, that's in another jail. disgusting. That was a long see. time ago. Yeah. Oh seven. They did. What, the Colts won that. Yeah, that was the yeah. only one the Colts won, right? Or, well, it would have been oh seven in our lifetime. That was. That was that was oh six season, wasn't it? It was in 07, but I think it was the 06 season. I don't think so. There was one. It was, <laughs> there was a there was a drought of like there was a, a good ten year span where there was all bad Super Bowls. I know. It was 2007. Colts Bears. I was in jail. I'm gonna look it up right now. Well, I this just did the 2006 season would be the 2007 Super Bowl. That's how yes. football works. You're you're right. February 4th, 2007. Yeah, I know. Right. I literally just looked it up. You didn't miss anything because I yep. couldn't remember who the hell played. Fuck me in the ass. A couple other stats I want to get to quick. Uh, I, I mentioned this one a little bit before, but Aaron Rodgers has completed his third season in his career with 500-plus attempts and five or fewer interceptions. No one else has ever done that more than once in their career, and Aaron Rodgers has done it three times. Packers, they're tied for the third in the NFL in the turnover margin. That's amazing. Eighth in red zone offense. That's pretty damn good. They're tied sixth in red zone defense. Their red zone defense has been absolutely ridiculous. It has been good. forcing the field goals, It really has been good. It's been huge. Uh, Aaron Jones alone. uh, 1,084 rushing yards. A 4.6 average. So that's every two times he's basically getting a first down. He gets the ball. 16 touchdowns rushing. 478 reception yards. 9.7 average on that with three touchdowns. So good. Aaron Jones is a godsend. But and that's with splitting time with, um, with Williams. Williams. Yeah, and when you got both of them together, whew. Yeah, don't sleep on Jamal Williams. No, he had a great year too. And this new kid, Tyler Irvin, that we picked up from Jackson. Yeah, he did pretty good. He looked really good out of the backfield last week. I thought so when we needed him. We, oh, I wish we could have got him sooner. He has been great returning punts. 
and uh, he looked good. They're using him as a wideout too yeah. in certain packages. So this guy is exciting moving forward too. He kind of reminds me of James Starks in 2010. James Starks kind of came in at the latter part of the year um, when it, we didn't have a running game at all. I think we had Brandon Jackson. As yeah, because Ryan back. Grant was hurt. Ryan Grant was out, and <coughs> James Starks came in and just killed it in the postseason and was a big part of why we beat the Bears and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was a, he was a big piece for us for many years, I mean, when we needed him most. He, this Tyler Irvin reminds me of him. So with that, that's just the third. That's the third guy. <laughs> yeah. And we got Aaron Jones, who could be offensive player of the year. Definitely. I mean, and that just shows how how stupid or how ignorant McCarthy was with with offenses these days. He had these these this gold on on this team that he wasn't utilizing properly, and now Lafleur kind of changes things up, becomes a more of a running team, becomes a more of a defensive mind team, and look what happens. It, it's just modernizing the, the Packers as a team. We're running out of time here. A couple more things I want to get on, on for the Packers. About that Lions game, this is my, one of my favorite stats, and I know you guys know this one. We had two walk-off wins against the Lions this year. We led for zero seconds in both of those games. Yeah, isn't that sad? And won both of them. That's the only time that's ever happened in history other than 1977 Niners over Saints that happened that year. What a, what a deserving team to have that happen. Yeah, with. right. The fucking <laughs> god-awful Lions. It, it, that's a crazy stat. That's a crazy stat. That is they didn't lead at all. Never. And won both games. Yeah. Swept them. Our Packers defense, the last five games, they've, they've only allowed 20 or fewer points. That's insane. So uh, I guess Brady the, almost threw a pick. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. Against the Giants, 13 points. Against Washington, 15 points. Against Chicago, 13. Minnesota, 10. Detroit, 20. That's the longest streak our defensive hat has had of 20 or fewer points allowed since 2010. Fuck yeah. Our Super Bowl season. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of parallels. There's to, a lot of parallels, except I, the wild card thing. Yeah. And we did. Yeah, we had a two seed. At Green Bay. Book it. Green Bay is gonna. Let's get our tickets to Miami. We're going to the Super Bowl. Let's too. book a flight to Miami in February because we're we're gonna be cheering the Packers. I yeah. I am convinced. You heard it here first. Green yeah. Bay going to the Super Bowl. For real. We're no running. hometown bias at all. No, none at all. None at all. It's a kind of a weak NFC all, all around, other than you know the the Saints and the Niners and the Packers. I, I mean, those are the teams to beat. Seattle's good. I think see uh I'm sorry, I think New Orleans is the best team in the NFC. Not on the road. Yes. I they are not threatening at all to me in Green Bay. Not at they're all. gonna we're probably gonna play the Saints next week. And that doesn't scare me at all. They're gonna have to run. I don't think Drew Brees is gonna throw the ball well in the cold. I don't think Alvin Kamara's gonna run the ball. And I do not think Can't Guard Mike is gonna catch everything thrown to him at Lambo. Not when the ball's hard. No. Now when the ball's hard and it's chilly out and he's used to being indoors. Where'd he go to college? I don't know. Ohio State. So he does play. He does know cold. It's been a while, though. It's been a little bit. It's been a while. He probably doesn't like the cold anymore. Yeah, probably. He's probably got temperature controlled everything in his life. Plays the 13 out of 16 games indoors every year. You know what I mean? Can't wait, warm weather can't wait for tomorrow's playoff games. They're going to be great. It's been a great playoff so far right so now. So far. New England up 10-7. Still a close game here. Tighten up. Tighten up. One last thing I want to get to today. And I, this is a pretty awesome topic for us homers here in Wisconsin, and I, I hate the Badgers. They, they live 
to be a nuisance to other teams and never win anything themselves. That's the best way to put it. You're yeah. so right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's their that's the Badgers basketball. That's the Badgers football. Yeah. And, and apparently the volleyball team too. Yeah. <laughs> they live to try to get Shout out dude that wanted us to talk about that. <laughs> they get in the way of other teams but never win anything for themselves. Forever the bridesmaid, never the bride. But John At is- least they went to the state championship. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. What do the fucking Badgers go to? The Rose Bowl? The god-awful crap Rose Bowl that they, end- but, they had in the fourth every quarter. But every team ends up going to a goddamn bowl yeah. game anyways because there's 75 of them. That's a topic we'll do at a slow time of year because I hate bowl games. I hate There's the, way too damn many. There's like 40 of them. You could be 5 and t- 9 and fucking get a bowl game. You know why they do that? They gambling. do that. Well, well, gambling is a big part of it, but they do that for the kids. You know, they, their families get tickets to these bowl games. It's an experience for the kids because a lot of them are never going to make the pros. And yeah, that'll be the biggest game that they'll play in their lives. Till they're in the XFL. Till they're in the <laughs> XFL. Fuck you for shit on the XFL. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm so excited for the XFL. Kyle's buying his jerseys already. Can that that be the big topic next time? We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Let's do that. XFL? Yeah. I want you to come up with a good good game plan on that one because we're going to hammer you. Oh, yeah. I'll do my homework. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor quick. Tighten up. Tighten up. (laughs) Jonathan Taylor is declared for the NFL draft. Yeah, it sucks. I'm happy for him. He only, he only had to play three years, and he's one of the best running backs in college football history. And I'm going to read up a couple things about Jonathan Taylor quick, and then we'll have a fun game of where do we think he's going to go. He is one of the most pro- prolific rushers in college football history. He's a unanimous All-American last two years, topping 2,000 year- yards in the last two years. Phenomenal. And as a freshman, he was 33 yards away from 2,000 yards. All three seasons, he had a top-10 Heisman finish, and an all-Big Ten first-team selection all three years as a running back. And this is the big step. He had 6,174 rushing yards in his three years. And that's the sixth most ever by a running back, right? But all five that are ahead of him all played four years. So he would probably, more than likely, would have had the most if he played four years. He's probably the best running back in college football history and never got a Heisman, which is just crazy to me. He should go. He should play another year. Yeah, Joe Burrow just deserved it this year, though. He did. Sure. 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 He played out of his mind. I'm just saying, sixth most ever <laughs> in three years and the five ahead of him. Joe Burrow's going to be a great XFL quarterback. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he he's not going to do shit. All right. So... That begs the question with this Jonathan Taylor thing. Where is he going to end up? Where is he going to end up? The, and I'm going to I'm going to go over this top ten of the draft order because I think he's probably going to go in the top, probably in the, t- the first round and probably the first top ten picks. I'm saying top five. I don't. But I it disagree depend- with all of you. He. I don't think he's going to top ten pick at all. Well, I wrote sixteen down. So okay. <laughs> Good. You got to go there. You did your homework. Top five. So the Bengals. They're probably not going to take him. They're the number one pick. They're going to take Burrow. They're going to take Burrow, and they have Joe Mixon. They don't need him, so I'm going to cross the Bengals off. Redskins. They're going to take Chase Young. They're going to take Chase Young. Well, yeah, because they don't really have a quarterback, do they? They have Dwayne Haskins. They're not going to give up on him yet. So are they going to take a quarterback? No, they're going to take Chase Young. Who's he? Oh, he's the defense. Deep. Okay. The end of yeah, uh, Ohio yeah, State's you're right. They need help So he's defense. out. Yeah. Number three pick is the Lions. Yeah, they don't need a quarterback yet. Running back, though. I'm talking Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah, Taylor. I'm sorry, running back. Yeah. Who's the running back? Abdullah, is he still there? There's another guy that just, another running back that's declared from, um, 
a big name running back. Where did it come from? It'd be crazy to take anyone over Taylor. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident Taylor's going in the top five. Sounds like he could be a lion. The Giants got Saquon Barkley. He's not going there. Nope. Dolphins. They do need a running back. Dolphins could be. But they might. They need a quarterback, too, and it sounds like they might be on the Tua bandwagon. That's right. Yeah, they were trying to tank this year for Tua. Yeah. So probably not the Dolphins. No, I, they might. They need a running back, too, but they need a quarterback more. More, they do. Yeah. Chargers. And they need a quarterback, too. Phillip Rivers is going to be gone. Running back. That's what I'm saying. They're going to probably get a quarter. Or, well, well, I mean, because if you're saying that Burrow's already gone, two is already have, gone. Chargers have Melvin Gordon and Austin. Okay. They Chargers have, they are up. Yeah, they don't need them. Carolina him. doesn't need him. No. The Cardinals. Yeah, maybe. He would be an interesting... That's David Johnson, but I think they might be out on him because he's well, always Well, they have Kenyon Drake, too. Kenyon Drake, but he's kind of... Is he in the late 20s now? No, he's a baller. He's but how young, old is he? He's in his mid-20s. Okay, he's so he's got a couple of years yeah. before he's broken. Cause For sure. Running backs make it to about 30 years old, unless you're Frank Carr. Then you got the Jaguars, Browns, Jets. Jaguars have Fournette. Yeah, they're out. Browns have the leading Nick rusher. Nick and Leading Cream rusher Hunt, of the year. Man. Jets... They, I could see him. Oh, I would be happy. I'd love that if Jonathan Taylor went to New York. Yeah, it doesn't be, sound like they're happy with Le'Veon Bell and Le'Veon Bell and. Uh, he doesn't want to be there. It right. sounds like. I don't think the Jets want him. Yeah, I think it's a mutual decision there. But the Jets are on the upswing. People, the Jets, the twenty twenty eight Jets could be good, or there'll be an XFL team by then. Ching. <laughs> so then you got the. Listen, ri- there's a lot of teams that could take him as a running back, but. Well, I mean, outside of Saquon Barkley, when was the last time you saw a running back taken in the top ten? Hey, when was the last time a uh, running back to Jonathan Taylor's caliber has been out there? Saquon Barkley. Exactly. <laughs> and Fournette. And... Top five. So, it, I mean, the only team in the top five we kind of determined was the Lions, maybe, and the Dolphins, maybe, but the Dolphins are going for Tua, probably, because I don't see Tua going... I'm solid on the Dolphins. It's a great spot for Tua. Yeah, agreed. Well, there you have it, folks. Jonathan Taylor, unfortunately, is going to be a lion. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that sucks. I, that would that would really suck that we'd have to see him twice a year. That would really in suck. In a fucking lion's uniform. Well, I don't think... I think he's going to go where the money is. and Well, he's going to go wherever they, somebody takes him. Yeah. You know, obviously. So, it could happen. It ain't going to be the Packers, though, unfortunately. We got our running back. We got the best run, more running back in the NFC, I think, other than maybe Barkley, but Barkley doesn't have... Uh, McCaffrey might have McCaffrey, something to say yeah. about that. Ah, fuck McCaffrey. He's great. White people aren't good at football. He's such a, a good multi-dimensional um, running back. It's, it's sick. He had over 1,000 yards receiving and 1,000 yards rushing. So did I. In the XFL. Yeah, oh, he loves that. I, you know what? I can't wait to do a show on this. All I right. Really can. Yeah, that's where we're going to lose all of our listeners. There's the big XFL show. I'm not going to warn you people when the XFL show comes up, so just keep listening. We love you here at the Five Tool. We got more contests coming up this year. Big things coming up in the Five Tool world. We're going to have merchandise soon. We're going to have big guests coming up very soon. Keep your eyes peeled on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on Anchor Podcasts, and all everywhere podcasts are found. Spotify. We love you here at the Five Tool. Shout out Dan Duquette. Shout out Dan Duquette. Shout out Paul Sipes. Shout out Felipe. We don't like you anymore. And Seamus will get you out of 2019. We're, hopefully. We're, we're fishing for you, buddy. We're, we're, we're pulling for you Come here. Come join the j- group chat again. We miss you. We miss you. And everybody, we love you. Five Tool. Out. Yeah,
Show they hate.